to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 377 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to another week of randomness, technology and life and we're the podcast where we remember to turn on the microphones at least <laughs> once a year. Uh, at least once a year you forget. It's pretty much what, pretty much. what happened. Like I, yeah. yeah, this microphone has a light that comes on when it's plugged in, but has nothing to indicate if it's on or off. And I literally thought it was, I'm sure it was on and I switched it off while I was just fluffing around and I unplugged it at the same time from the computer. Anyway. Chris can hear me now, and if everything, <laughs> and if technology works, everybody else will be able to hear me. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that didn't take too long. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that? No, bad. no. It was like uh, less than a minute. Less than a minute. We have spent in the past. We have spent a lot of time trying to troubleshoot why something wouldn't work, and yes. uh, usually something's not plugged in. Cool. So, anything new happening? Uh, I don't know about anything new, but I ended up having a stomach bug at the start of the week. Ooh. Oh, gross. So, yeah, no, we're not fun. Still, I'm 90% right at the moment. Uh, I threw up. I have a vague recollection of a TV show or a movie. Somebody can re- remind me of what this is, where one of the main characters talks about how he's never thrown up. And he has a board that records it or something. And when he, he throws up in the show or movie or something, and then it's referenced again. I have a really strong recollection of it but i can't remember what it is but i was thinking i don't know when the last time i threw up was like 20 years ago yeah i'm very similar i i always had a problem throwing up like some people would say if you feel sick just you know throw up and you'd be right and there's no way i just cannot do that Mm. and so i'd be hungover or whatever you know back in the day um, sick as a dog, and I I couldn't make myself throw up. I, and I I know I'm really 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 sick if I throw up. So yeah. So anyway, I've been dealing with that. Uh, not fun, but um, not too bad. And I've been dealing with the stats New Zealand people. Have you had to do a survey from them before, Chris? No, no. Stats so, New Zealand. Okay. So what happens is they send you a letter in the mail addressed to your household. You've been randomly selected at this address to do a survey. And there's a whole letter talking about it. And you ignore that letter and you throw it away. That's usually what happens. <laughs> then when you're least expecting it, some rando turns up your house and they're like, hey, we're here from Stats New Zealand. We're going to book in when you can do this survey. Because on the paper, basically it says you legally have to do the survey. And if you don't, they'll prosecute you, right? <laughs> So it's like the jury duty of surveys. Yeah. And the survey can be about anything. And they could do a multi-year survey where they go, we're going to come to your house for the next five years every year and talk to you about what's going on. Cool. Anyway, so they can't really answer any questions. Did this happen while you were sick with a stomach bug? uh, Yeah, I was probably tired at the same time too. So, yeah, Yeah, I was not really uh, in the mood for this. Big grumpy. yeah so i was like okay i said this is cool i like i said i understand what you're doing and she said look it's about how much you spend and all this sort of stuff we normally do it in person but we'll book in a time we can do it over the phone and i'm like yeah okay just leave the paperwork there 
So she goes, here's a little letter for you to read. I was like, okay. I said, yeah, finally, I, eventually I agreed. I said, yeah, ring me. Like I said, you know, and she said, well, what's your, you know, what's your objection to it? And I said, look, I understand you're picking people randomly, but you just turned up. Oh no, there was a letter. I was like, okay, so that's all good. So anyway, that was all good. Then she rang me on Wednesday. Oh, th- she has to send me through a 75 page PDF. That's right. And it's got all, no, when, and it's really simple. Like it's just got five or six answers and every page is a new section. And as she talks through it, she's just like, go to section P37. And I've got to skip like 30 pages. And it depends on how I answer. It depends on what I have to do. Oh, no. also every single person in the household has to do the survey. Cool. So, so anyway, she starts off and she goes, what's your name? And I said, hang on, what? And it really threw me because it, no, you know, it's all, it's all anonymous. You know, we're going to use the stats and all this. And the first thing is, what's your name? I could have made name up because I, she doesn't cross-reference anything. And I said, if I don't do this, what happens? If I say, I don't want to do the survey, she goes, well, we'll, we'll send you a letter. And I said, yeah, but then what? Well, well, they'll send you a letter. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to read your letters anymore. So what happens? Well, uh, you know, uh, and I said, according to your paperwork, you will prosecute me. Like, I just, the way you go about this, I just don't like it. Anyway, so I ended up yelling at this woman a bit. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I did the survey and then I have to get Sarah to do her part. And then her questions are similar, but then sometimes completely different. And then, oh, who else is in the house? Oh, I've got to track down Ruben. You've got to contact this dude. So if there was five or six of us in the house, this woman has to find all of you. But this is a one-off survey. It's not a multi-year one. So anyway, that's what I've been doing this week. What about you? Nothing so exciting. Nothing so exciting. Uh, no, uh, just work. Just work yeah. pretty much. Did, pretty much. How's that going? Is it good? Is it okay? Is it fulfilling your nutritional needs? Uh, it's fulfilling nutritional needs. Uh, bank account's that's... all right. But, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's all right. Oh, I met, met the new owner. Okay. So this, the new boss came and you had a chat with him. Where's he from roughly without giving too much away? Oh, he, he was working at one of the other Gilmore's, I think. Okay. Mount, that's right. Mount Roskill. I'm not hundred percent sure. Oh, cool. I think it was Mount Roskill, which so is, seen- I, I think that's the biggest one, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's been there for a while. I'm not quite sure what his role was. Um, oh, he was just so having his first walk through and like, we just had, Five minute chat, quick, quick chat as he went past. So, seem all right? Yeah, yeah, nice guy, nice guy, awesome. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Anyway, um, I, <laughs> I, I, I might have to do an impersonation on this one, and I, and I don't think I, I'm very good at it, but <laughs> this cracked okay. me up because it just sounds like something Donald Trump would say. So, I thought I should say it like Donald Trump. So, oh, yeah. shall luck. I try it? I, I, me and all our listeners uh, are keen for you to try this. <laughs> Ukraine will fight Russia with modern weapons, and Russia will pay for it. It'll be tremendous. You mean when they pay for it, they're actually going to physically like, pay money? Yeah. Or, so uh, it's it's it, it wasn't a Trump thing, but it just sounds like something Trump would say. He's going to be uh, on Twitter real soon, so it's okay. We'll know what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every moment of the day, we'll know what he's thinking. Um, yeah. So. Um, but this is this is a real thing, and and it sounds like a actually really good idea. So, how's it with work the, with the sanctions? They froze all these accounts, right? Yeah. 
And the Russian government funds, um, so all the governments put funds against um, foreign trade. So they have oh, money okay. on deposit in different countries. And that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Russians got $100 billion um, deposited with the U.S., and the U.S. Constitution and law allows for its use in certain cases, such uh. as if they're at war with them. So um, I forget who it is now because I wrote this a while back and I didn't put all the details. But one of the congressmen or, or whatever, somebody in the government, yeah, yeah. Um, suggested that um, instead of those funds being sitting there frozen, they actually draw them down and send them to Ukraine for humanitarian aid and, and paying for weapons. Oh, and it's good. like, it sounds like such a decent idea, like $100 billion. Why not? What is happening with the war currently? Because I haven't heard any. It seems um, to have gone pretty quiet. But I mean, uh, I haven't been looking for it. I, I think know? it's I think it's very much the lull before the storm. Although, mm. um, when I say the lull, I think there's ongoing explosions and, and crap going on, but it's not been full noise jumping forward. Although the last I heard was Transnistria is they, they're aiming for Transnistria. So Transnistria is a What's is that? a a um, I've never precinct, heard of it. Want to call it um, oh, area? Yeah, yeah within Moldova, oh, right. which is the other side. So you've got Russia, you've got Ukraine, and on the other side, you've got Moldova. Yeah. And you know how Russia is trying to get a long uh, land bridge around from the Donbass region of uh, yeah. Ukraine down to the bottom to Crimea, so you've got that. If they keep going along, they can go to Transnistria. And Transnistria is full of Russians uh. and Russian supporters, but um, most people who know anything about, um, you know, military strategy and what have you, who go, nah, that would be really dumb. Russia's done a few dumb things, so maybe they will do it, but it would be really dumb because it's just stretching their forces way too far. And and they might make it there, but they won't be able to hold it for very long. Like, it's too much of a stretch. But anyway, that was the the latest I heard. Um, Oh. I, I saw some things recently, Chris. Yes. This is TV show and movie section, which we like to call the TV and movie show section. <laughs> that yeah. made no sense. Um, <laughs> as you can tell, I'm fully with it. Still sick. <laughs> uh, I, to be honest, I'm, wa- I'm more wide awake than I was last week. Last week, right. I was barely functioning. Uh, so we watched a movie called Run. Are you in? Run. Uh, you okay. want to look for the, it come out in 2020. And for all these things, I'm just reading you the blurb that comes from IMDb. Okay. Uh, a homeschooled teenager begins to suspect her mother is keeping a dark secret from her. So if you like the movie Misery, you'll love this one. I've not yet seen Misery. Okay. but That's uh, um, the, the Stephen King one, eh? Yeah. But uh, no, this is really good. I thought that it was very well written, well shot, and the drama and pace was really well throughout the whole film. Really liked it. Um, you will probably have to uh, find that somewhere. Yeah. I might, I might look nudge, that up. Nudge. Yep. Um, then we watched the whole TV series. Have you heard of Yellow Jackets? No. Oh, is, that, so, is that about the French protests? No. Not at all. Okay. Not right. at all. Uh, this is the one with Melanie Linsky in it, who's the New Zealand actress. Oh, okay. Okay. I she's don't know the who one. that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mel- Melanie Linsky is the one that was a bit outspoken the other month because they were talking about um, body image. And oh, yeah. she was just like, hey, what are you on about? Don't That's got nothing to do with anything. Um, she's the one of the girls in Heavily Creatures back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I remember yep. that. 
Okay. So she's in heaps of stuff. She's uh, the ditzy girl that kept appearing in um, Two and a Half Men, the stalker, Rose. Right. You got um, heaps of... So yes. just uh, uh, by, this, by the way, just because uh, you're talking about those films and stuff, um, I believe it's today it, it, in when we're recording this, the um, Downton Abbey second movie is uh, being released today. Yes, and? Well, this is the thing that got me because they had a big go on on and on about it. And so they said, you know, people are into Downton Abbey and their other th- – oh, God, I've forgotten the other one now. Bridgerton. Bridgerton, that's yeah. it. And then they mentioned another th- – oh, the Queen's the- – Gambit. The, the crown, oh, no. The Crown. The Crown, yeah. yeah. The crown, yep. all, all these period dramas. And I'm like – and they go, they're so popular. And I'm like, I can't think of anything worse I can't imagine sitting down to watch any of them. I think I did try and watch The Crown way back when it was first new, which is mm. like years ago. Mm. I but think the, the Crown would be the best fit for you. Bridgerton, probably not, unless you like seeing the half naked, muscly dude. Oh, <laughs> you, you almost got me. You got me at half naked, but then no. you changed it. Anyway, up. back um, to Yellow Jackets. All right, this okay. is a Showtime show. Uh, it's it's a um, series, and there is a l- ten episodes. It's very good. Um, a wildly talented high school girl soccer team becomes the unlucky survivors of a plane crash deep in the Canadian wilderness. Ooh! So that's good. Check that out if you like um, people being stranded yeah, uh, like in the that. wilderness. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like me. So that was good. And then from reading about Yellow Jackets. Somebody mentioned somewhere, hey, you should check out the show Severance. And then Guy from the Guy and Harley podcast was talking about Severance as I was watching it. And he was saying it was really good. And I've watched all of Severance, which is on Apple TV. And I really it, it, like it. It's, it's the new Squid Games, I reckon. Uh, this is what IMDb says about it. Mark leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and their personal lives. When a mysterious colleague appears... Outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth uh, about their jobs. Yeah. So I, I've just finished episode four, which without spoilers, I'll tell you, was the extension cord. Um, yeah. It's the end of the episode. And so I'm really keen to uh, watch the next episode and see what happens. So it definitely leaves you, uh, yeah, hanging, so to speak. That's right. So um, they've greenlit the second season. We have to wait for over a year from it. Um, ben Stiller directed six of the ten episodes. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, he's apparently really good at directing, and uh, but a bit intense, I think, from some people's recollections on set. Oh, um, right, right, right. But but no, that story, Severance, is just like the and the ending, how they end it, really good. And the guy that wrote it, um, he's he's the I think there's only one writer or maybe two. He was writing it on his like lunch breaks at office jobs and he's just thinking how stupid it is being in a cubicle and doing all this stuff and oh, man, um, that's so cool oh no you just it's 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 such a clever premise so you need to watch most people most people if they watch the first episode they're right into it because there's some um see some some uh programs where you watch the first one and you're like Mm, and it takes yeah, the three yeah. to get into it. Yeah, this one, the first one, I it basically had me. The first one. So. Oh, it does. I think it's so good. Um, I love the. I don't know. I just love how it's all set up. The world they built. Yeah, yeah the whole thing's cool. really cool. Um, cool, 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 cool. How are you with uh nine eleven conspiracy theories, Chris? 
Um, I I did a bit of a deep dive, you know, 10 years ago. Yeah, I think we all have. And I was reading this thing popped up on Reddit. I wasn't searching for this. And they were talking about this woman called Dr. Judy Wood. And she's written this 500-page book that apparently is very good. But, of course, you can only buy it directly from her and not an actual bookstore, you know. Things. Yeah. And she talks a lot about um, directed energy weapons, DEWs. And right. I never really heard this one before in the whole sphere of conspiracy theories. And she's got a video, which I haven't watched. I'll say that. Um, but the gist of it is she says that, like, there's even a, um, a movie that's come out called The Miracle of Stairwell B. And it's when. World Trade Center 1, the big building, there's a whole bunch of firefighters in it that were trapped on the ground level of a stairway, right? And once everything happened, there's a huge beam of light that comes in and they're like, oh my God, we're okay. And they walk out. And that's amazing. Like that's the miracle of that story. And she says, basically this woman, this scientist who's been discredited a little bit, but she does have qualifications and of course, but she basically says, no matter what you believe, if you believe that the planes flew into the building, that the jet fuel made it fall down, that all the floors were um, rigged with explosives. It was controlled demolition. There was a mini nuke. There was anything. She said, how did the firefighters survive? And the stairwell didn't fall on them and kill them. Because all they walk out of is some dust. And she goes, why is there so much dust? And she says, in her thing, I'm not saying I believe any of this, is this directed energy weapon. She says somebody possesses something that basically hit these buildings and pulverized them into dust, partly. And she's specifically, she's going like, the ones that hit the, the ones the plane hit, not a problem. Because if you know anything about World Trade Tower Center and all the buildings, it's trade uh it's wt7 that's the one that i have trouble with yeah 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 because it just fell down yeah for no reason like really but she said it's this weapon and while all this is happening basically the gist they must have had trouble focusing this weapon because it's so new and she reckons it harnesses the power of like a um a tropical cyclone or a hurricane which was off the coast at the same time. Yep. I can see how uh, onto it, you, how much you believe in this. But yeah, basically, some, some skepticism showing on my face here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, this, once all the stuff happened in New York, this hurricane just disappeared. It was there for no reason and then disappeared. She has all these photos of all these cars, including ambulances and fire trucks that have got nothing to do with anything with the trade tower set up. And they're just burning. But only part of it's burning. And nothing else is burning in the car. Like, it's just like this shell of a car with papers and stuff in it with this burnt hole in it. And she's like, what's going on? And I was like, I've never heard this before. And I found it quite interesting. Okay. All right. For a conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the, I, I will say the first thing um, when you say direct directed energy weapons, the first thing that popped in my mind before you explain what that was was all these um, 
what do you call them? The things that happen around all the um, embassies in Cuba and that. Oh, right. Know about that. All the, all the guys that work in the embassies start oh, yeah. sticking yeah, all that get, sort of thing. They get the brain tumors because they reckon they're getting the microwave with a directed energy weapon. Um, but but the believe- one that uses cyclone power, obviously, and maybe it's fart power or something. So it's just a small. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so at 9 11, there was 1,400 cars that were toasted and partly incinerated, some as, some as far as 1,000 feet away, all over the place, apparently. All right. Who so if, if you were to try to rationalize that without going too far, and I might be wrong, you might think that a lot of jet fuel would be sprayed everywhere. A lot of pieces yeah. of the aircraft would be burning and mm. falling at a high speed and hitting things and going through things on fire because they co- coated jet fuel. Yeah, yeah. Because one of her things basically was like that um, – there wasn't much damage to the subfloors of the buildings. There, yeah. she, she said, as an engineer, she expected there to be a lot more um, flooding at that level because the compactness. But yeah, she's yeah. sort of saying, like, that combined with how quickly they were able to clean up the site, because there was always that conspiracy theory of, hey, they just sort of green lit it and said, go in there and clean everything up. And they got bits and pieces out. And she goes, that was real easy because almost everything was dust there wasn't as much debris as there should be from a pure standalone. Uh, that, that was, to be honest, that was a bit weird. Like it, it was, really eh? Yeah. So, so it's, but anyway, that's what I read this week. Uh, see what you reckon. Um, Have you, I'll, I'll go from there onto another yeah, yeah, American yeah. thing. Good. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Cause, okay. So this is, I, I call this cruel and unusual punishment. This is coming up in, um, it's been, Looked at by the Supreme Court, they haven't. So the Supreme Court um, chooses whether it takes cases, right? Oh, so yeah, this okay. has been yeah, applied yeah. to the Supreme Court um, because it's gone to the federal court below. This is as high as you can go, eh? Yeah. So we went to the court below um, and they got ruled against and then it's going to the Supreme Court and the government basically said, no, 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 we don't even need to file a motion because it's so stupid. Mm. Uh, this is, has no merit. I'll explain okay. what it is in a second. And the Supreme Court no, said, no, no, you need to write your response. And then we'll decide whether to take Yeah, you have to go through the so process. The case is this one dude, yeah. Um, yeah, he's guilty. He he uh, robbed the bank. Okay. And then when he um, got and he got caught, Oh, it was a bank or a store or whatever. He did some armed robberies. Uh, I think he did a series of armed robberies because he got fired from this um, department store. And so he, he robbed a few of the stores in the chain, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, something like yes. that. Uh, back in the 70s. And 70s, 80s, whatever. And then he um, he got, um, or 90s, he got caught and then he escaped. Okay. And then they put him in a maximum security prison mm. and then he escaped. Oh, wow. And so they put him in isolation. Oh. So he's in a in a um, in a Solitary. room the size of a car park, like a you know yep. a parking spot. Um, he for gets how long? Let out one hour every twenty four hours. Wow! For um, uh, exercise by himself mm. in a in an area, and he's been in there in isolation for twenty seven years. I'm sure that hasn't done anything to him. No, but it's like. Well, he's sort of holding on 
but he says there are others that have you know committed suicide. So has he got a has he got an actual release date at some point, or is it? Oh, he, he's in there for life, pretty oh, much. Okay. So he ha- he he was twenty six when he went in, I think, from memory, and he got eighty years. It's mind blowing to think about those figures. Yeah, I know, I know. So he's been in isolation for twenty seven years. So you'd think, holy crap, that's crazy. That can't. That must be like a one in a one. You know, like no, nobody no, I'm else assuming, does this. I'm assuming so there's a few. The thing is, he's in Texas, of course, and in Texas. There are over 500 people that have had 10 years or more in solitary. That's and there is 138 that have had 20 or more years in solitary. Man, that would be interesting. I mean, they've got a good sample pool to see what the effects of that is over yeah. such a long period as well. So outside of Texas, there are only 12 that are on in long-term isolation. I don't know how long that are not on death row. So there are some death row ones that are and, and, and long, but not on death row because none of these ones are. There's only 12 in the whole country. But in Texas, 500 have done isolation for 10 or more years and 138 have done 20 or more years in isolation, which is just and, – and just to give this uh, context, I'm not 100% sure of the days, so if somebody – can correct me, that's fine, but it's around about Geneva Convention says that more than 15 days in isolation is considered torture. Oh, well. I'm pretty sure it's 15 days. Um, That's a very smaller period. (laughs) Yeah, 27 years. Can you, it just just blows my mind. It just totally blows my mind. Hey, uh, if you had spare cash, and you probably need a little bit, um, have you heard about royalty auctions? That sounds familiar. Yeah, so royaltyexchange.com has these auctions, and the one that I, I don't know, found is uh, if you've got a $2.1 million, Chris, at the moment, you can do a bid for part of the Listerine royalties. It's got, they've had almost 141-year earning history, and I think this is the third auction for part of the royalty stream. And... um yeah, the, the royalty is derived from the 1881 agreement between the inventor of Listerine and the original distributor. And it's uh, been in effect since 1881. And in 1959, it's perpetual nature was outpowered in the US federal court. So these people are bidding on this royalty. Wow. And I thought it was pretty interesting. I don't know what other royalties there are. You, uh, This is life of rights, um, the dollar age. Yeah. So if you go to auctions.royaltyexchange.com, you can find out about these things. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Hang on. I've got some listings here. Let's see what else I've got. So, oh, I think, okay. So there's a whole bunch of crap on here, like One Direction and uh, some other junk. <laughs> I'm sure there's some One Direction fans that are listening to us right now going, oh, Sam, I'm never listening to you again. But... Uh, yeah, probably. I'm sure. Crimea sure. River. Yeah, because I'm sure we've got lots of One Direction fans listening to us. Talking, <laughs> yeah, yeah, talking about uh, all our listeners. You know how the other week I said we had the huge bump Spike. in traffic. Yep. Yeah. Well, Harley was talking about it on the Guy and Harley podcast, and um, number one podcast fan Jeremy Halson. He watches them live, and he's a good bugger. So he said. Oh, actually, Sam from the Chris Sam podcast was talking about that. They had the same thing. And Harley goes, oh, oh, it could be an error, but I like to think that we've got thousands of new followers. 
<laughs> listeners. So, yeah, I think they were just updating some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, but, you never, never know with those stats. Stats are terrible. Exactly. But basically, all, all the different brands are on here, and um, you can buy all these royalties for all these random little songs, ranging from, like, cool. two grand up to hundreds of thousands of dollars. That like, if you want, if you had spare cash, that would be pretty cool. If you had a spare $45,000, I mean, the auction closed, sorry, but you could have uh, got the royalties for two times platinum juju on that beat. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay all right okay, you're excited i'm tell- i can tell how I- i'll tell you, you something I- I- i'll tell you something that's interesting yeah so have you heard about the aussie smartphone covid test uh i heard something about a smartphone and you talk into it is that what it is no it's cough you cough it's cough yeah it's that's the it. sound of a cough so if and you is this- a cough you can download this um is it uh, legit or are you making this up no no it's, it's legit no, no, but does it work? Does yeah, it well, they like? reckon um, the negatives are 99% accurate and the positives are 96% accurate. What? So That's really good. Yeah, exactly. So if you've got a cough and you go, oh, I wonder if it's COVID, you can download this app. And if it says, no, it's not COVID, it's a pretty good bet it's not. But if it's, yeah, it could be COVID, you get a, then you do a PCR. Like if it says, no, don't bother with the PC, uh, the rat test, I mean. Yeah. Um, but if it says, um, Yes, then get a rat, a, a, a rat test because it's not a, a, always 100% if it says it's positive. Um, but, yeah, it sounds really good. And so to do that, they sampled a gazillion coughs. Yeah, of and, course. And, um, yeah, it came up with this um, sort of thing that can map almost where the lung, where in the lungs are, the damage is and stuff. So, yeah. Crazy. That's uh, pretty cool. I, I think it never would have thought of that as an app. But no, those guys are going to crush it. I've got this. Uh, I've got the story here, which we can end on, Chris. I'll read you the the title. Yeah, it happened. It happened today, and I just want to see what you initially think of this. Bali is going to deport a Canadian wellness guru for doing a naked haka on top of a sacred mountain. I saw. Um, I I didn't see this on the news. I was doing something else, and it was on in the background. And I looked up, and there's this blonde dude with naked with a blurred bit doing yeah. a hack, and I was like, "What the?" And it's like he's doing it uh, on a on a selfie, like yeah, a, yeah, 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 cell phone. Oh my god, yeah. So anyway, he, uh, what was oh, they he basically did it on a sacred mountain. Bali's like, "We're not taking this shit. We're going to get rid of you." Um, he's a part time actor as well, but they headed up. They started with the wellness guru. He didn't know the words he was saying. I just expressing what I was feeling. I apologize for any hurt I gave any Maldi people. And I apologize to the Balinese culture and those people. And um, he goes, I don't really know what I was doing. And I don't know what's led me here. I think I wasn't seen as a child. I think it was one of his quotes. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I, I sort of pay, started paying attention to this thing happening on the TV. And then it cut to him not in that and he's apologizing he's crying yeah microphone or something i was like yeah i'm not watching this i don't know what it is no no (laughs) hey um before you do go i I, there is one other thing you've got on here that i'm curious about oh the one one at the very bottom there oh the pokies yeah yeah so um the problem problem gambling foundation have said that they are um about $225,000 a day is lost on pokies in the Waikato alone. That 
is mind-blowing. They said that's about $300 per person that's aged over 18 years old. Per um, day. Yeah. So they're really trying to help these people. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not going to have... I told you when I worked at Tarapa Tavern, um, we... We did pokies, and it just amazed me when we, at the end of the night, we would, um, you know, empty the machines and stuff, and you're just taking wads of $100 notes out of these things. Yeah. And for Upper Tavern, particularly back in the day, it was not a flash place. Like it's no, not, no, no. You know, it's not upscale is probably what I'm saying here. That's and, right. And, um, yeah, it, it just, I, it's, I would never get involved with any company that, like, own a company that um, did anything with gambling because I just I just think it's so much misery causing. It, I just it is, and they sort of offset it because well they try to because they have the grassroots foundation. They've got all these charitable foundations. There's pub charities, grassroots, yeah. and all that, and they take I don't know how much of that money and give it to these community groups. But then the communities are the ones feeding the machines, so. Yeah, really and we had it. we had one person that's embezzled. I forget what it was, fifty thousand or seventy thousand dollars, or maybe just thirty thousand, whatever, and spent the whole lot on yeah. our cooking machines. Yeah, uh, Crazy. and I remember the woman. I used to serve her all the time, and I, but we didn't know she was um, spending money that wasn't hers. Anyway, uh, that brings us to the end of another cheerful, happy episode of the Chris <laughs> and Sam podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Make sure you check out those shows and movies. I, I, I will work. I promise I will work on my Trump impersonation for next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris is going to work on that for the next time he's going to do that. That won't be next week. I don't want to put you on. Absolutely no. <laughs> uh, but anyway, take care out there. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.